discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Yes, that's, that's just it. What I just said, that is it. I receive grace. That's how you receive grace. You receive grace by saying and declaring for yourself that I receive grace to help me to do this. I receive grace. Lord, I receive your help to prevent me from going along this line. I receive your help to help, to help me go along the right line. That's all. Your speech, your declaration. Please you understand? Yes, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Look at Hebrews 4, 16. Can you read this to me? One to go. Onto the throne of what? Grace. So the throne that God is sitting on now is the throne of grace. What is grace? I'm ready to help you. My ability is yours. My power is yours. I'm ready to aid you. For instance, how do we do ministry? How do, I, how do we get things accomplished in the house of God? By grace. Nothing else. Okay? Keep your, we'll come back to this. Keep your finger here. Go to Galatians, because of what I'm saying. Go to Galatians chapter 2. Let's read from verse 7. Galatians chapter 2 from verse 7. It says, But contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the circumcision, uncircumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was committed was unto Peter. This is Paul talking. He's, he's talking about what happened when he met the, the pillars of the church at that time. Peter, James, and John, you know, at that time. Now he says, when, when I met them, this, okay, go back, go to verse 6, so that you understand it some more. But of these who seem to be somewhat, whatsoever they were in, it maketh no matter of, to me. God accepted no man's person, for they who seem to be somewhat in conference added nothing to me. Next verse. But contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the circumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter, verse 8, for he that wrought effectually in, in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. So Paul was saying that the one who was working in me to cause me to preach to the Gentiles was the same one who was working in Peter to cause him to preach to the Jews. So they weren't preaching because they, they liked to preach. They were preaching because they were depending on God's work in them to preach. It's called grace. So if we want to increase, what do we do? We just increase in the grace of God. We just ask God to work in us some more. Go to the next verse. Verse 9. And when James and Cephas and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that was given unto me, have you seen it? When they perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship that we should go unto the heathen or the Gentiles and they unto the circumcision. Peter could not preach unto the, the, the Gentiles, but Paul could. Why? Because God was working in them, fashioning them 
and fitting them up for the work that he wanted them to accomplish so you're depending on god and depending on his ability and saying that not by my might not by my power but by your spirit dear holy spirit help me do you'll be surprised that you receive ability to do that's grace holy spirit help me not to do you receive ability to not do please you understand because god is all the one at work in you the christianity is god at work in you now if you if you despise god's work by how do you despise god's work in you by deciding that you will do it that's how you despise god's work you you frustrate the grace of god or you you take the grace of god in vain when you decide that i will do it i will do it i by my strength will do it we go feed one we go feed one we know go touch that lady you are lying you touch that lady we know go steal you are lying you will steal so depending on god grace is learning to depend on god learning to receive help from him for every aspect of your life okay so back to hebrews chapter 4 verse verse 16 god is sitting on a throne of grace now there are different thrones that god has he has a he has a white throne for instance he has a bima throne as bima seat which is a throne as well the white throne is for judging the whole universe the bima seat is for judging christians but now he's not judging you he's sitting on a throne of grace to do what to help you to help you so he says let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace for what for what to help in time of need you find grace to help you in your time of need so when you need it find that grace i need father i need grace to pass my exam now you found out that you need grace for this what do you do i receive grace for it now in the name of the lord jesus i receive grace for it grace to pass my exam grace to be academically excellent or to excel in my academics just by saying that and believing it is by faith believing that what you said works for you just start doing and as you start doing you will see that your mind has opened the books are open to you a lot of things are happening and you pass the thing very easily now grace does not mean don't go and learn that's not what it means please you understand am i helping you let us therefore come boldly onto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need so the grace of god helps you it's for the purpose of helping you accomplish what you need to accomplish and not do what you don't need to do and that's what christianity is all about hello am i helping you yeah god is able to keep you from falling it is god father i i need grace to be able to see the word of god beyond what i've been seeing all this while i need grace for that i need you to help me with it grace is god helping you 
Isaiah. So you say that, you receive that for yourself, and then you open your Bible. You will be surprised that your thirst for the Word of God will increase, and your desire for God will increase, and you'll be able to accomplish more than you were accomplishing before. So it is not of works. Okay? When you realize that you are using your own strength, your own mind, your own whatever, know that you have moved out of grace into works. <laughs> and works will not get you anywhere. I mean, even your, you can't count the, hair, the hairs on your head. You can't add the stature to your own height. You can't do anything. If you recognize that without the help of God, you cannot prosper. If you don't recognize that you are out of grace and you are using your own strength please do you understand look at Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 famous scripture is our theme for the year so there's you cannot accomplish supernatural anything supernatural without grace without the help of God so grace is help of God doesn't make sense grace is admitting that you need the influence of God in your life you need the help of God in your life and you receive his help and receive his ability work on my behalf please work on my behalf basically in every aspect of your life every aspect of your life hmm? do you know every aspect of your life your work your work life your marriage life everything your what your academic life what else your business life what else your financial life a lot of Christians are struggling because the grace is there in abundance we are in the age of grace or the time of grace it's called the dispensation of grace it's a dispensation where God is helping people God is ready to help you especially in your work with him you realize that you are sleeping too much you can't wake up you can't wake up you know you want to wake up at 5 a.m. You end up waking up 8 a.m. You are trying. Stop trying. Start depending. Stop trying. Start depending on God. Start telling God, God, dear Holy Spirit, please wake me up. I receive grace to wake up at 5 a.m. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Help me wake up. I know you are working in me. So work in me to help me wake up. You will be surprised that 5 a.m came you wouldn't know what will happen your eyes will be open you can't sleep you are up when you realize that it's going down you receive more grace god gives more grace Do you understand he gives more ability to help you to accomplish what he needs you to accomplish <laughs> so it's a dispensation of grace I'm coming there. Look at this. this. Then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. This is the grace of God. You are not going to accomplish what you need to accomplish by might or by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Look at the next verse. Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings saying grace grace unto it Zerubbabel was going to build a temple of God and he told him that listen your hands have laid the foundation 
it is your hands that, are, that is going to lay the headstone or the last stone, the capstone to finish the, the, the building. Now, it's not going to be by your strength or by your mind, but it's going to be by the Holy Spirit. And when everything is done, you shall cry. He says, you shall bring the headstone. You shall bring forth the heads of the earth with shoutings, crying, grace, grace. In other words, it is God who did it. It is God who did it. It is God who helped us. It is God who helped us. Not by might. It wasn't because we were smart or whatever. But it is the influence of God. So admitting that the influence of God is necessary in your life and receiving that influence is what will help you in every aspect of your life. So you receive grace for every aspect of your life. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. When we're trying to get this place done, we need that to depend on God. I mean, where's the money going to come from? So we depended on God. They will bring figures. This one will cost 300000 I mean, $100,000 is like, it's normal. Yeah. Sometimes when we're doing this, as I said, we could need $100,000 in for maybe three weeks. Like we need $100,000 to be able to do a, a certain number of things in three weeks. Where are we going to? Where, where, where is the $100,000 to come from? But we are not, we are not fools. We didn't start looking around. Okay, which is there? Where, where can we find? That is depending on man. You want to know the grace of God? <laughs> Look at Jeremiah. Jeremiah 17, 5. That saith the Lord. Cursed be the man that trusted in man. The one who trusts in man has not received grace. Does not trust in the ability of God. Whenever you are asking God for money and you are looking at your uncle or your auntie or your father or your mother or your brother who has do. Who has lajan? Who has blood? <laughs> the book called Money Blood. Yes. Sikai Moja. What are you doing? You are depending on man. On you, and you can go as far as man can carry you. You can only go as far as man can carry you. Wow. That says the Lord, cares be the man that trusted in man and maketh flesh his arm. He's made flesh his resting place. Like that is where he finds solace. That is where he finds solace in man. He finds rest in man. He finds his confidence in what man can provide. He says that man is cursed. And whose heart, this is the this is the problem. He says, and whose heart departed from the Lord. You see, his heart departs from the Lord. So he's trusting in man or even in himself, in his own ability. I can do this. I can do that. You know, as for business, when you do and do this and you do that, you can be able to, you will get, uh, if you put five and four together, you get your seven. It's mass. It's pure mass. If you do five, you get your seven. So you want to get seven. You put the uh, 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 three and four together and you realize that you are getting one. Because you are depending on yourself you don't need god so you need to work in order to get some things done we are not saying don't work no work with god do you see 
Do what you're doing with God, with the consciousness that God is helping me get this thing accomplished. When you do your plans, the first person on your list to help you is God. God will help me get it done. And then you ask for that help. You receive that help. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So we are in the dispensation of grace. Say we are in the dispensation of grace. And God is ready to help you. But you, say, say your neighbor, but you need to ask for the help. You need to receive the help. You see, if you are trying to carry this pulpit, someone is trying to help you carry it, and other person is coming, you are blocking him. Will that person be able to help you? You can be saying, help me, help me, help me, help me. But I'm blocking the person. How are you? you are blocking the person with your life. With your faith. Your faith is in yourself. I can do it. I can carry it. I don't need it. I, I, I don't really need this help. That is why you are suffering. That is why you are suffering to stop that thing. Yeah, you'll be shocked at how a lot of things will just depart from your life. A lot of things will just depart. If you decide that God, help me. I receive your help. That is called grace. Receiving grace is receiving help from God. Yes. Archbishop Idahosa says something. He said, there's, only, there's one prayer that God will always answer. Help me. Help me. Help me is grace. It's a cry to receive grace. Lord, help me. Lord, I receive grace to help me in time of my need. I need this. And I know you are the one who supplies. Help me get it done. For he shall be like the heat in the desert. The guy who trusts in man and makes flesh his arm. He says he shall be like the heat in the desert. We don't understand heat. No, Maybe you think it's heat ledger he's talking about. For he shall be like a shrub or a person naked and destitute in the desert. A sh- have you seen a shrub in the desert before? Grass in the desert. It's, it's, it's done. It's dead. For he shall be like a shrub or a person naked and destitute in the desert. And he shall not see any good. He shall not see any good come. Eh? But shall dwell in the parched places in the wilderness, in an, in an uninhabited salt land. Eesh. Everything he plants does not work. Because it's depending on man. Man can help you. You go, uh, man's help is like this. You hit a peak. And then you come down. What's the name of that graph? Sinusodal. It's a wavy graph, so it can go up and down the sign so that yeah. Wow. Or oscillatory motions, isn't it? It goes up, those of us who did physics, and it comes down, swinging pendulum. Like that. It goes. It never completes a circle. Hey. I need help, Lord. I receive grace. I receive grace to help me in whatever it is I'm doing. That is the way to go fast. The way to go faster than normal is to receive help from the Lord. And how do you do that? By saying it, declaring it. There are various ways, but one of the main ways is by declaring, I receive grace to help me in my time of need. Hallelujah. 
Paul never claimed to. You know, we say that, oh, Paul didn't come early, but he was more than the people who came before him. Paul, our man terms was in the camp. We see how Paul was moving and doing various things, and it wasn't because he was some, like, he was some wild guy, wild prophet. He depended, he was a number one depender on the ability of God. That was Paul. He always attributed everything to the help of God. That God helped me. Not, oh, I'm very, like, I love the Lord. As for me, I'm committed to the gospel. No. He was committed to the gospel because of the influence of God. He knew it and he always attributed it to it and received more to be able to do more. Look at Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3. Are, I'm, I'm not finishing this verse, for instance. There, there, there are nicer parts. Okay. Keep your finger in Ephesians chapter 3. Go to, go to verse 7. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord. The one who trusts in the Lord is blessed. What is blessing? An invocation of the ability of God on the man's behalf. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. The Lord is his hope. Not some man. The Lord is his hope. Next verse. He shall be like a tree, as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh. Heat will come, but he will not see it. But her leaves shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruits. He says you shall not be careful in the year of drought. When things prices are increasing, things are going up. You will not have to be you will not have to tighten your belt. Because your trust is not in a man, it's not in a system a man has created, it's in God and his supply and his ability and his help for you. Yeah. 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 That's why he says, How much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness? They shall reign in life. The way to reign and king in life eh, is by receiving help from the Lord. Lord, I know that I need your help for this thing. Help me. I need your help to love my wife. I need your help to love my children. I need your help to love my neighbors myself. Help me. I receive your help now to be able to do this. You will be surprised. You will be shocked. That you will know, you will know, understand. But you see that God is, God, is, God is around to help you. Yeah. Wow. Do you like what I'm telling you? Look at Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians, almost the whole chapter is about, half of the chapter is about the grace of God that worked in Paul's life with respect to his ministry and what he was doing for the Lord. You can't work for the Lord without his help. We are actually workers together with the Lord. Yes, we are working together with the Lord. And it is the Lord who helps us to get things done. I am not a super whatever. Whatever I'm doing is because of the help of the Lord. It's not because I'm smart. There's, listen, if you don't know yourself, then you are, you are really you're a sad. You must know yourself. You must know that you must know what you can do. And admit that to this man, I can't do it. This one is God. Yeah? What do you think? Ephesians chapter 3, let's read from verse 1. It's the dispensation of grace. It's the dispensation of grace. It's a time. Dispensation is time or age. Okay? 
our name, Lab Economy, is from the word dispensation. Dispensation means economy or time or management. Okay? Or dispense, dispensing what is being shared at a, at a particular time. What is being shared at this time? What God is giving out? If you go to a, a, a dispensing chemist, they give you drugs, isn't it? Pay your, your need. When you tell them, oh, I have this, 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 I have malaria, this, 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 then they, they, they dispense to you the drugs you require to help you get well. So what God is dispensing or giving out now is grace. Okay? Yes. And he's doing so in love through his son, Jesus Christ. So he says, for this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to me for you. He says, if you have heard of the dispensation, let's read Amplified. Maybe the Amplified will help us. Assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace, his unmerited favor, that was entrusted to me to dispense to you for your benefit. He says, I'm sent as a preacher for your benefit to give you grace. Like as I'm preaching to you, grace is coming to you to help you. That's another way of receiving grace. Grace comes to you as you are preached to. So as I'm preaching to you now, the grace to do what is being said to ask for help from the Lord is being distributed to you. So you see that as you go on, when you need help, you will not look for a man. You will look for God. You will say, God, help me. I don't know if you get it. Uh-huh. That's grace. As you that you have heard of the situation of God's grace, his unmerited favor, that was entrusted to me to dispense to you for your benefit. It's for your benefit. God is here to benefit you. Why are you struggling? Why are you stressing over nothing? Trying to please him. Don't try to please him. Tell him to help you please him. Lord, help me please you. For it is God who is at work in you. Both to will. I didn't mention it. I was reading and I didn't. Keep your finger here. Let's go back to that place. Philippians chapter, chapter 2. You remember, we were reading verse 12 into verse 13, if you remember. And I left off. That was what the lights went off, innit? Amplified is fine. Read, uh, let's read 12 into 13 in the Amplified. Therefore, my dear ones, as you have always obeyed my suggestions, so now not only with the enthusiasm you would show in my presence, but much more because I am absent. Work out, cultivate, Carry out to the goal and fully complete your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust with serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Have you seen it? He says, do all these things. Do all these things. Next verse. Not in your own strength. Do all these things, but not in your own strength. The problem with many Christians is that they, they, they read that and then they say, okay, we go, let's do it. This is what God has said. Okay, let's do it now. No, you can't do without the help of God. When you hear it, the next thing is to say, I receive grace. Now, let's do it. Because we don't say we receive grace or we don't receive the grace of God. We have difficulty in trying to please God in any way, in any form. You realize that you are, you are always falling short. Yes, always falling short. Yeah. There are those who are trying to obey God by following his laws. Yeah, so there's a preaching. I've preached on grace and law. You know? And how the grace of God helps you and law does not help you. 
The Lord does not help you. The Lord will give you the instructions. Do this. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. But he will never give you strength to not do the thou shalt not. So you are left hanging, trying to obey God, and it doesn't work. So God brought... Now, God brought the Lord to let everybody know that they are not correct and that they can't obey him. That's why, that was the reason for the law. If you've been listening to five minutes or two, you see it. That's the reason for the law. The law was given to enhance sin. The strength of sin is the law. The law is what strengthens sin and exposes sin to let you know that you are not correct. You can't do it on your own. So what do you need to do? You need God's help. That's the reason for the law. So if you are trying to keep the law, you'll be in trouble. But when you receive grace, grace helps you to keep the law. The same law. Grace helps you to keep the same law. You see that you are following the law without knowing what you are even doing. Wow. He says, not in your own strength. Why? For it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. This is grace. Wow. wow. Grace. Not in your own strength. Not in my own strength. Yeah, by strength shall no man prevail. By strength shall no man prevail. So admitting that I can't prevail by my strength and receiving help from the Lord is what puts you over as a child of God. Are you ready to receive some grace for your life this morning? Yeah. That's what you need. That's what you need. That's what you need. So when there's a daunting task, <laughs> the leaders know what I'm talking about. When it's a daunting, a daunting task, it's like this thing, how are we going to do this thing? What you need is grace. Receive grace. Kneel down. Lord, I receive grace. They give you a target. 100 people in one month. No, it's humanly impossible. But the grace of God will gather them to bring them. Paul acknowledged. Paul knew what was helping him do what he needed to do. He knew it. He knew it. Hmm? Colossians chapter 1, verse 28 and 29. Look at Colossians 1, 28 and 29. Let's read it in the Amplified. It's fine. It says, Him we preach and proclaim. He was talking about Christ. It says, Christ we preach and proclaim. Warning and admonishing everyone and instructing everyone in all wisdom. Comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. That we may present every person mature, full-grown, fully initiated, complete and perfect in Christ, the anointed one. He was talking about his work as a preacher. Have you seen it? It says, we preach Christ and proclaim warning and admonishing everyone and instructing everyone in all wisdom comprehensive insight into the ways and purpose of god that we may present every person mature full grown fully initiated complete and perfect in christ the anointed one next verse for this i labor unto weariness for this thing that i'm talking about i labor unto weariness striving with all the superhuman energy which he so mightily enkindles within me who is he? He's talking about God. He says, the same God who gave it to me, the same Christ who preached, is the same one in me, working in me, mightily, causing me to be able to do what I'm supposed to do. Not in your own strength. For by grace, we stand. We stand by grace. It's not because you are like, you are a good Christian. By grace, it's grace that is making you stand. I don't know if you are seeing it. Yeah. Grace. 
is grace that keeps us, prevents us from going the wrong way. The grace of God. The help of God. Hallelujah. So brothers and sisters, settle this in your heart. You know, I don't know if I'll get another opportunity. If I get another opportunity, I'll teach you concerning the teaching of grace. Grace is a teacher. That's the next thing I'll talk to you about. So grace helps you and also teaches you. Okay? Have you learned anything since you came? Grace. So these days when you're moving, grace. Father, I receive grace. Work in me some more. Yes. Yes. Amazingly, God giveth more grace. The Bible says he gives more grace. More grace. He gives more grace. The way to access more grace is by being humble. What is humility? Humility is acknowledging that you, you can't do much. So the word of God is what you need to guide your life. Humility is being, being cool and calm enough to admit that God is the one who helps you. Pride is deciding that I can do it by myself. Wow. See, I'm blessed. Amen. Say it again, I'm blessed. Amen. Why are you blessed? Because of what? The grace of God. Because of the work of God. Yeah. Because of the work of God. Hallelujah. James chapter 4. Yeah. Verse 6. Let's read from verse 5. James 4 verse 5. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain? The spirit that dwelleth in us lasteth to envy. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud but giveth grace unto the humble. Have you seen it? He resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. What does it mean to be proud? To be proud means to, to reject the help of God. Or to, to not see that it is God who is doing things around you. And attributing the things that are happening around you to yourself. I, by my own strength and by my own power, have accomplished all these things. That was what Nebuchadnezzar said. I, by my own strength and by my own power, have accomplished all these things. The heavens spoke and said, An animal that art, you will be an animal, literally. You will dwell with the beasts of the field for seven years. And he became an animal immediately because of his pride. Because of his pride. Pride is not attributing the happenings in your life to God, but attributing them to yourself. So when you start attributing the happenings to, uh, of, around you to God, what are you doing? You are humble. And you are receiving more grace. So he says he giveth more grace to the humble. The guy who goes down and says that, ah, it is you, receives more. But the guy who says, it is I, he says God will resist him. This is the only time God fights against his own, his own children. When they are proud. When they decide that, my friend, get out of my life. It will say you to get out of my life. Wow. Yeah. So you want more grace? What do you do? Attribute more to the Lord. Attribute more. Attribute everything around you to the Lord. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. When people are saying, hey, you are doing well, oh. don't say, <laughs> you know, we have been putting some five steps to, 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 to work. Number one, make sure you wake up early in the morning. Number two, make sure when you wake up, you don't sleep, you, you read your Bible. Number three, make sure that uh, as you are moving, you are speaking in tongues. Listen, you can do all of that. Three. 
Zero. When they ask you, how are you doing it? Grace. Charlie, it's the Lord though. I don't even understand what is going on. It's the Lord. Because if you be honest, sometimes you don't know why you are even being blessed. You realize you've not been so good, but God does not bless you because of your not being so good. He blesses you because of himself. He just shows you goodness. Wow. So decide to humble yourself. Tell me about humble yourself. How do you humble yourself? Acknowledge everything eh, to God. Like ascribe everything to the Lord. All the happenings in your life to the Lord. Okay? Yeah. And also decide that it is the Lord who will help me get more done. Ascribe to Him all that is happening to Him and acknowledge that it is His help that will get, help you get more done. That's humility. Not, oh, we go feed one. You know, go feed one. As you have received Christ, Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in Him. How did you receive Him? Grace through faith. How are you going to go for it? Grace through faith. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.